This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With my buddy, David O'Neill, and back again for the second time, Mr. Brian Rust. And David was actually the person that had me get on, Brian. We talked last time. I think your internet cut out. But uh, to just kind of continue the conversation about, uh, let's just continue right from there. Earl and his cookbook. What, what, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Earl in the cookbook. Earl is like this redneck guy that um, that I, he he'd been like a caller to the morning show forever. Um, and when I took over the show, he continued. And every morning he'll call you in uh, his breakfast, and it would be like an elk steak and you know this these uh, uh, you know muffins that he made and the type of cigar that he's having and all kinds. Of, it was it's just crazy. It's like a man's man's breakfast, and he lives in Montana now uh, and still calls the show. So it's he's a unique character to say the least. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you definitely have a unique community. That's why it's like, man, we gotta shine the spotlight on those kinds of communities and and build more of that around because you know as censorship comes down on all of us, you know it's back to the basics. It really is, man. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. You know, I've had her on a couple times before, uh, a lawyer, Bobby Ann Cox in uh, New York State. She's absolutely brilliant. And uh, she's kind of leading the whole, uh, the whole, I guess, fight against uh, vaccine mandates for kids because she has, I think, two or three little kids. And um, this is all stuff she talks about, so I'm not, like, doxing. She has her own podcast. Um, it's not like me just saying, you know, talking about this woman and her family. Um but she she's you know she's she's very well rounded she's very patriotic and but she's very like unlike me where I'm kind of shooting from the hip and screaming she is she's much more mature and measured and um, I had never heard her swear in my life and she called me the other night and like an adult I was playing Mech Warriors on my Xbox in pajamas and I was like what's going as on as you do as I do <laughs> and I was like I was like what's going on Bobby like I haven't talked in a while. She goes, I'm so fucking finished with it. And I was like, what's up? And she was like, she was like, I'm honestly about to take my kids out of fucking school and move to fucking Florida. She goes, uh-uh, you're not vaxxing my kids. I'm not doing this fucking shit. And I'm talking to all these other moms. And if we can't get it to, if we can't fix it by January when they're going to vote on it, I'm moving to fucking Florida. And I was like, okay. As a homeschool Florida man, I welcome her. I welcome her family. Welcome to the team. I'm all about that. You were homeschooled? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Come on, bring it. Now, now, not, and we kind of talked about this last time, um, Brian, is like, it seems, you know, because David, you're in Florida, Brian's in Florida, Dale's in Florida, uh, Debbie Wood's in Florida. It, it kind of, there's like, there's this sort of like cut your losses and maybe not cut your losses, but focus on what is working. There's like a, I love those cheesy motivational quotes, but I mean, one of them is like, find what works and quadruple down. And when you look at something like California or, uh, or, you know, New York or Washington state, and it's like, sure, they're, you know, guys like Joe Kent, like they're fighting the good fight, but all the times you look at it and you're like, man, you know, should we waste resources trying to fix this place where it's legal to shoot up heroin and shit on the street? And, you know, pedophilia is just seen as like a quirky thing about you and not a crime. Um, it seems like we a, should... it's a sexual preference. Is yeah, what yeah, it is. yeah, it is. It's just a it's just a preference. That's just, oh, like, oh, OK. 
I just want to, hey, it's, I just identify, the new normal. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I just identify as a suicide bomber. It's not a crime. If I take down the traits, I just, it's just how I identify. It's a quirky little thing about me that makes me me. Um, born this way. Yeah, born this way. <laughs> just perfect. Just absolutely perfect. The universe doesn't make mistakes. Um, but it seems like you kind of have to shore up, not shore up if that's the right word, bulk in defenses and quadruple down on what's working, whether that be Texas or Florida. And individuals like Miss Cox, who's like, fuck this shit, I'm just going to move to Florida. That's all well and good. David, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on this. What do we do to make sure that those places don't fall? Like, we have a great spot to go to, right? I mean, people always would flee countries in the Soviet Union or from Cuba, and you come to the United States, right? You flee Nazi Germany to the United States. There's nowhere to go if the United States falls. And now that it seems that sections of it have fallen and people are fleeing to Florida and fleeing to Texas. I mean, we have to look at the patterns. There will be a point when there are no more like islands to jump to. You have to make a last stand. And for the fucking FBI watching, I don't mean that violently. I mean that politically. How do we shore those things up? How do we make it so those places don't fall and do make it an oasis for people who want to leave and go, I just want the normal United States back. Like I just, just leave me the fuck yeah. alone, David. Well, well, going back to, you know, our, our conversation way back when we first started talking everything in Bolivia, you know, it always comes down to our biggest threat. And I know you were talking about this with Debbie Wood is the rhinos and the traitors within that are going to appease the enemy. Cause at the end of the day, you know, you have this corrupt establishment that's going to sell you out no matter what. And when you get sick of them and you throw them out, which for us was, you know, voting in Donald Trump and getting, you know, giving Hillary Clinton to boot, they bring in the red terror and double down until you beg for the moderates to come back. And for us, that's like the Lockheed Lindsey Grahams and, you know, those kinds of rhinos. And, you know, our mutual friend, how I found you, you know, as Don always likes to say, it's not a conversation, it's a war. So for us, it has to be, we look at what the left does and, you know, the, the go back to enemy at the gate, setting up the belt fed behind your own men and saying not one step back. That's what the Democrats do. And the problem is our Republicans, they know that we see the red terror and we have to vote for them no matter what. And once they get in, they're like, well, they we know we have that support. Now, how do we bend down and, and appease the other guys? And so the, the most important thing we have to do is, you know, go back to our Clausewitz. Remember that politics is war without bloodshed and war is a continuation of politics. And we have to remind our Republicans, you know, if you're not ready to take this to the continuation of politics, you know, should they throw out the Nuremberg Code and try to put us all in gulags, we're going to uh, give you the ultimate ultimatum of uh, step up or be thrown aside. Yeah. Politically, of course. Yeah. Politically, of course. Yeah. Like, who, who's the, the, the EU health chief who's got like a comically evil name. It's like it's like Ursula von Dyer. But she brought up uh, on what was it, Thursday or I'm Wednesday or, Wednesday, you know? <laughs> or a Wednesday. She said uh, we should seriously consider scrapping the Nuremberg Code. And like a month ago, she was having dinner with the, the CEO of Pfizer. And it's like, oh, OK, so. I mean, right, there's those fucking those those COVID quarantine camps in Australia now. And I just watched an interview with a woman who was uh, thrown in one of them and got out. I mean, like it is slowly happening. So I'm trying to look like multiple steps ahead. And so, Brian, what can we do about this or what can because, again, there's a feeling there's a feeling of hopelessness. It's like, what the hell can I, you're watching this thing, yeah. you're watching this thing on fire and you're going, this is terrible, but you don't have a fire hose. What can people do? Again, you're, we're talking about Florida. Everyone I talk to about this is in Florida. So we're going to focus on Florida. What can people do now to just 
do something? Uh, you know, there's a lot of things. I mean, first and foremost, it's 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 got to be a, a, a put the foot up somebody's ass uh, and let them realize that we're not going to put up with it anymore. You know, the problem with Republicans and conservatives and really those on the right for a long time is, one, we have jobs, so we have to work. Uh, we, we raise our families, so we have jobs and our families to work. We have responsibility for ourselves. So we've never had the real time to do all this protesting, all this other bullshit that you get from the left uh, because they don't work. They live off of us. Um, and I think really what it's getting down to is, um, you know, getting good politicians in there, like uh, Kat Kamak. She's um, a representative from the Gainesville floor. On, I just had her on my show the other day, and she's one of those fighters. Uh, so you need people like her and Matt Gates that are going to be able to get in there and call people out. And, you know, if we don't start putting our foot down and saying enough is enough and knock it off, um, we're going to be faced with the problem. Uh, you know, here in Florida, I mean, my, my piece of advice and, you know, FBI, how you doing? Thanks for listening. I know you listen to my show and download it. I can see it in Virginia every day. Um, you know, bottom line is to the club. Yeah. come fuck with Florida. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come fuck with Florida and it's literally going to be, uh, you know, fuck around and find out. Um, I hope and pray that, you know, it doesn't get to that point. Uh, but when you start thinking about things like, you know, um, Wisconsin being the seventh largest army in the world, when you take the, the hunters into consideration, um, you look at Florida, where all of us are armed um, in one way or another. Um, hopefully it'll never get to that point, but I think we need to start with putting our foot down and saying, fuck you enough of this. Um, you know, this is how it's going to be. And we need to be the adults in the room and, and tell these kids that are whining and crying all the time to knock it off and, uh, and just kind of take control. Cause that's what they've done. They've taken this control uh, away from us by being the loudest one in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. David. Yeah, no, it's exactly what you're saying there. There's so much of, you know, we just kind of sit by and we, you know, we have this white knight kind of scenario, which is, you know, we see someone, as soon as we get someone that's even half good, um, you know, we just kind of throw our support behind them. And like right now, Ron DeSantis is doing pretty good. But, you know, we all remember, oh, Dan Crenshaw's coming in. He's going to be a badass. He's going to be the right one. And, you know, we all saw that he joined right on with the the whole track and trace and COVID surveillance right away. And it's like, those are the guys that we got to get rid of. Like, they, they have to go. Yeah. Yeah, that they're yeah, lawyers at the vaccine data for all future listeners. Today is Sunday, December fifth, twenty twenty one. They're voting for a vaccine database, a nice mm-hmm. tracking thing. I mean, Christ mm-hmm. in heaven, they'll just Yeah, there's eight Republicans that voted yeah, for it. Yeah. Like let's just skip the foreplay. Just mail out the uh just mail out the gold stars so I can sew into my clothes now. Like let's fucking let's stop wasting each other's times. You know what I am and I know what I am. But before all of that and to be less of a doomer, and yes, shout out to the downloads in Quantico and and, and Langley. Um, McLean, where's my McLean boys at? <laughs> we, I, I got to find them all. Yeah, it's actually a fun way you can kind of reverse engineer where all the headquarters are. You're like, I never knew the NRO was headquartered here, but I got a lot of listeners there now. Hey, um, but so for people that, you know, it's very easy to just look at the big goals and focus only on that, you know, like, when I try to grow this podcast, it's very easy to be like, I just got to get on Joe Rogan. I just got to interview Trump. And it's like, dude, there's a, there's a trillion smaller steps you can take that are much more realistic, much more doable. And it takes some time, but you just kind of got to set your goal on the horizon and then just go through the motions, right? It's just go through a month. You know, this is episode 636. Just get lost in the sands of time and just do the work and, and build up the pyramid of, of, of power. So with that, 
as opposed to just looking at huge things like, you know, one of two Senate seats or Congress seats or even state Senate, what can people do to, I mean, you kind of got to do like the inverse McCarthy, right? Be like, you know, there's, it's not just Congress. They're infiltrating media. They're infiltrating schools. They're in future. It's like, well, okay, well, let's, how do we take a page out of McCarthy's book? Let's be what McCarthy projected. How do you flood all the little things like city council, like school boards, like sheriff's office? What, what are the things, because you two both live there, what are the things that people can start aiming for that, again, like you said, Brian, people with jobs who maybe can't drop, you know, you know, Mike, Mike Durant running for Senate out of Alabama, right? But he's built up a successful defense contracting company over the last 20 years. He's able to do that. Um, uh, Joe Kent out of Washington State, you know, he retired from 20 years in special forces. He was able to sort of pivot that way. But for other people like me or you just doing a podcast in a bedroom, what can people start running for that you don't need to be, you know, I'm not a polished politician. Well, you don't need to be a polished politician if you're just running for, you know, the school board association in, in Bumblefuck, Florida. What? Or a New Jersey truck driver with 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Like what? what <laughs> yeah, right. What tiny things can people flood in Florida? Whichever one of you wants to take this. David, Brian. If I recall school from Brian's board. last episode, you were running uh uh, previously, you had a minor uh, run in there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I ran for uh, for a county commissioner twice, um, and you know that that makes an impact. But I, I honestly think, and I've, I've called this out many times, I I think that the revolution in this country is actually going to start uh, in the school boards mm-hmm. because that is where they have infiltrated so many generations uh, with with just basic mind-numbing, you know, brainwashing. Uh, and these school boards, as you're looking at them across the country, you know, like Loudoun, Loudoun County, uh, Virginia is a perfect example where people have finally said, fuck this, enough of that. Now I see what you guys are doing. Uh, and they woke up. And, and now we're starting to actually see a lot of these parents that, um, you know, both Democrat and Republican, this isn't just a left-right thing, um, that are realizing what the progressives are doing to this country. And they're stepping up. And, and you're seeing new people uh, running for school board all the time. I had somebody, um, I was at a a rally a couple of weeks ago and I had somebody come up to me and said, Hey, I just want to let you know I'm running for school board. And I'm like, don't whisper that. I'm like, scream it, you know, get out there and tell everybody. And I'm like, Hey, this one here is running. This one's running. Uh, and so I was, you know, that I think is, is one of the starts is, is right there. And that, and I mean, people just in general, um, letting the politicians know enough is enough. And of course the bureaucracies is the area that's the worst. I mean, you can get the best politicians in there, but with the bureaucracies and of course with the build back better and the infrastructure plan, which is going to be adding more to that uh, until we get those under control. Uh, that's how we lose a lot of freedoms and, and we'll lose the entire country to a bureaucrat, not to a politician or a president. Yeah. yeah, that's why I very often say like the average American isn't even aware that the senior executive service exists. And it's basically like an EU within America that essentially every other alphabet agency right. has to answer to. And nobody even, you know, knows that you can pull up this thing called the plum book and you can go through all the names and the pay grades and, and who they are. But most people don't realize they exist. And just like you said, you know, you hear these people standing up and starting to run for those smaller positions. And whether it's you with your radio show or Tommy's podcast or, you know, Don the Pleb bringing on Joshua Ham, who's our guy running for, you know, state house out in Texas, I believe took 12, 
district, if I'm not wrong, you know, finding those guys and just shining the spotlights out of them. Because at the end of the day, if we're going to make the Republican Party kind of shift that Overton window and, and stay loyal to the populace, we have to build that coalition under them. It's going to be like, you're either with us or your political career is over. And that's going to be from supporting the guys that, you know, as you're saying, everyone's passionate right now, because if you come for someone's kids, that's where they're going to come at you first. And so, you know, we're probably going to see them take the yeah. school boards first. And hopefully we see that translate over to um, in 2024 when the sheriff elections come up. You know, that's the next biggest thing is judges and sheriffs. If we're going to tell the FBI, hey, take your fusion centers, take your Stasi and fuck off. We need sheriffs, uh, sheriffs around the state that are willing to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, on a side note, man, that's it's like the one thing you like. And I said it a, like a month ago with Dr. Uphughes, one of the physicians kind of speaking out against vaccine mandates. And uh, he was saying, he was like, man, you're dialing it up to 11 if you start going for kids. And they're like, I they're like, you know, guys, it's like, you know, you know, guys are always, you know, like, yeah, fuck around, find out. Second Amendment, they're like, you go for a woman's kids, dude. It's like, Jesus. It's like, it's like yeah. It's like, I mean, uh, it's like, you know, if, if it's, you know, it's like, again, it's like, oh, you know, like, we'll go fight the Nazis, but then we're getting ready for like a mainland invasion of Japan. And everybody's like, can we just like nuke it? Like, I don't, I don't want to go in there. Like, there's this thing where it's like, you're going after women's, again, Bobby calling me and like, fuck this, I'm done. And me being like, what's going on? You know, like, there's a, I yeah. wouldn't do Don't that. Don't mess man. with Mama Bear, dude. I would, you know, you know, my dad is my dad is your stereotypical stern father, patriarchal figure. My God in heaven, I would fuck with him a hundred out of a hundred times, as opposed to getting in front of like my mom and kids. Like it's just there's some, but you know, maybe that's what was needed. Maybe that's what was needed. Maybe you need that wake up call. And but also, Brian, what you said about you know, don't whisper that. You know, there's there's a time and place for for strategy, right? Now, if you're if you're running for president or something, sure, maybe you keep it quiet. You don't want to give anyone any preemptive attack. You don't announce what you're about to do because they're going to start, you know, character assassination as with every candidate ever. But with smaller things like this, right. there's kind of an inverse uh, strategy, in my humble opinion, as someone who's not a strategist, is you do need to say it out loud because that gets other people motivated to do it and to not feel so so crazy right it's it's you know it's one thing when you know you people make an example out of things and you know look what they did to rogan saying hey i took ivermectin and it worked right attack viciously attack what happens when Nicki minaj is like do your research like oh this dumb bitch where'd you get your molecular biology right and you get these attacks but now let's even just look at aaron Rodgers. how long did that attack campaign last a couple days it wanes and people start right. to grow balls to do it. And that's what that's what uh, that's what, you know, tyrants and totalitarian governments have known for all of hum human history is you don't let anyone get away with it or other people start finding their balls. And Rogan, uh, Nicki Minaj, Aaron Rodgers, and then you have all these doctors talking out. You don't now they're kind of losing that. So with little things like like, hey, I'm running for school board, that's something you should outwardly say it gives other people the balls to go you know maybe i should do something you know speak out against it you know every time i post anything online about a uh, vare's deaths or you know election fraud or something like yeah it, there, there's a very effective tactic i mean that's that's what the cia started using in the 70s it's had like the most effective tactic to suppress like an uprising it isn't like tanks it's you get the people in their lives 
to belittle them and make fun of them and ostracize them. Mm -hmm. Far more effective than a no-knock raid. Yeah, mm -hmm. far more effective than a no-knock raid by the FBI are people I've been friends with my whole life saying, dude, you're a fucking COVID nut. You know, like, that is far more effective. That has more of an effect. Now, granted, I'm hard-headed and I don't give a shit and I'm going to keep doing it. But little things like someone saying, hey, I'm going to run for school board. Even just the announcement, even if you don't do it, just the announcement of saying, I'm going to do that, it gives other people the balls to go, maybe I should do something. Maybe, you know, maybe I should step up. And we're seeing that now. Haven't like a little over half of the states withdrawn from the National School Board Association? But that started very small, right? A bunch of, we we done here in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fucking Florida, yeah, fucking Florida, Florida man, right? And speaking of this, I, Florida. Yeah, <laughs> but speaking of this, kind of, I don't know, I'm going on, I'm going on a side rant there. What what's this about DeSantis setting up like a like a state guard or something? Have you seen that? I saw that, and I, I I honestly don't know much about it because I've been busy for the past couple of days. And I saw that headline come across, and I was like, oh, what? Where do I sign up? Yeah, so so far it's it, it's hard to find any actual concrete details because there's just been so much rhetoric and smearing over it. From what I saw, it was uh, at, at the very least they're starting very small. I want to say a couple hundred or whatnot. And it's going to be more towards, you know, emergency relief and whatnot. But, you know, as I was having a conversation uh, with some friends of mine, one of the things that if we do kind of have a parallel guard that answers to the governor, you know, one thing that, you know, we have to keep in mind is that kind of forces us to to white knuckle down and make sure we don't lose control of that because yeah. we know who they, we know who they tried to run against DeSantis. You know, he, uh, he had kind of an Ed Buck situation, had a, uh, ended up in a room, you know, with a bunch of meth and some male prostitutes. And, you know, we don't want that person having a, a private army, of course, but I don't think it's quite as big as, um, as they're making it out to be. I think so far we're just seeing rhetoric and it'll, it'll be a while before we actually see any, you know, beyond the rhetoric and smears and see what it's actually going to shape out to be. But it certainly is uh, causing waves, even though a lot of other people have these state guards. Yeah. Um, with kind of all the, the local elections and things, not just the 2022, but again, smaller stuff, school boards, sheriff's office, et cetera. Um, you know, is it something that we're going to see necessarily change or change stemming from that immediately? Or is this something where, you know, like what we're seeing right now, it didn't happen because of the 2020 election, right? We're seeing 50 years of complacency, right? We're seeing, we're seeing the fruits of a lot of apathy, complacency, and dirty communist subversion. If people start going out for their local whatever, run for your fucking, I don't know, look, head librarian, if that's even a thing. I don't know. How long until there actually is some sort of change in how things are run? And furthermore... You know, the 800-pound 800 800 elephant in the room or gorilla, whatever the fuck the saying is. Do the elections still matter? Because a lot of people, myself included, it's very easy to get disillusioned and go, I watched the presidential election get stolen in front of my eyes. Like I sat up and watched the counting stop and reverse. Now, is that, can we be optimistic and say that that was a one-time thing? You can't use that card twice? And they used it because orange man bad. Or is there is there still concern about, you know, the elections have to be have to be fair and wink, wink, fortified in order for any of this to matter? David or Brian, whoever wants to take that. I can go first if you want to hear. Um, I think guys like Jeffrey Prather yeah, have, have really 
you know, shine the light on this. And, you know, I say we take this as motivation and double down. So if we look throughout history, once you steal an election one time, you can't ever let the opposition come back and, and start the witch hunt up. And so we're going to see them come into 2022, you know, really have to buckle down and try their hardest to do it. And guys like Jeffrey Prather who are like, you know what, we need to get as many people into election observations as possible. We have to get so many people in there so that we can override whatever we're going to do. When they're going to have that moment where they're trying to block out the windows and do what they're going to do, we need to have not just, you know, ele election observers that are, you know, just, you know, blatantly known, we need to have undercovers doing undercover work, making sure that, you know, anything they do is going to get caught, it's going to get shared around, and we can destroy that narrative as it happens. And from there on out, it's going to be, they're either going to have to um, pretend to bring some facade of justice back, or we're pretty much going to go into the Klaus Witzian continuation of politics, which no one wants to see happen. But, you know, if they continue down that route, uh, hello, 1990s Russia, that's where we're going. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems to be that's the only way to go about it. We saw in 2020 that once it was done, it didn't matter anymore, right? There was clearly, hey, you got to respect it for what it was. It was a brilliantly executed attack, right? They're all on the same page. All the news channels are on the same page. They immediately came out with censorship afterwards, right? The little YouTube blue label, that fucking little faggoty thing they put on there. The AP, it's called the election for Joe Biden. It's, they had it all right. I mean, the you red have, mirage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to, you have to respect it for what it was. It was a brilliant attack. I mean, hey, the Nazi. This is a good thing to isolate. The Nazis had good tactics. They're demons, but you have to respect. Hey, if you, you know, you want to take America head on, or do you want to get nineteen guys with box cutters? I mean, you have to respect an attack for what it was. That being said, we saw that once it was done. You couldn't undo it, right? They, they didn't take the court cases. They didn't allow any of it. They just shut, oh, shut up, you Nazi. But, you know, they had it all. It was COVID mail-in. Hey, man, again, brilliant attack. They had, they had, they war-gamed it out. You got to respect it for what it is. It seems that the only way to prevent that from happening again, if it does happen again, is either A, make it impossible to even happen. Have so many poll watchers, have so many people that, the people who are tasked to carry this thing out, start bringing out the coolers with ballots. They have to be so, you know, looking around and going, dude, I am not, I'm not doing this. Like, you know, going back to the same store to shop. And those lift. people are going to be easy to spot because their adrenaline's going to go up the same way that you're looking for a jihadi at an airport. It's getting real hyped up because they know they're about to do some stuff. That kind of, you know, that criminal uh, guilty mindset's going to show if you really put the pressure on them and you make them feel like, yeah, you know what? Maybe one in three of them is a commie informant, but two out of three of us is an undercover journalist working for Veritas or who the hell ever. Yeah. And so you either make it so obvious and uncomfortable that you, they're not gonna, you know, it's like, it's like you've been like, I don't know. I remember like, uh, yeah, you'd be like drinking in my friend's basement in high school. And sometimes his dad would just come down at like two in the morning and he wouldn't say a word. He wouldn't be like, show me the alcohol. He would just come and sit down and be like, what games are you guys playing? And he would just sit there for like five minutes. You know, we'd all be stoned out of our mind, just scared shitless, but he just kind of came down and then we'd just walk back upstairs. And it was like, you never bust us. But man, if it put the fear of God in us, we're like, yo, I am not going out to the car to get the beer. Um, fuck it. We're not doing that. I mean, we're like 15, right? So you can either do that, right? That's one thing. Make it so obvious. Now, let's say that they are ballsy or the belt fed, the metaphorical, the metaphorical belt fed <laughs> is behind them. And they're going, I have to go through with this election. I don't care who's watching me. 
In which case, we got all the evidence. <laughs> well, what we need to do is, I think, like, in real time, like, you need people there that are streaming it in real time. Like, pull Project Veritas, put, like, a little button camera on, stream it to my podcast or to Dawn. Like, you have to have it going in real time so people are watching it in real time and people going, hey, 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 what, what's that? What the fuck is that? You know, have a live stream. Make it an event. We can fucking play a drinking game, put on Uncle Sam hats, like, whatever. But be like, hey, who's that? Who's, the, you know, two in the morning? Oh, there they are. There they are. What's that? What's that radio flyer wagon? What the fuck is that? And let That's them... That's what weaponized autists do. And <laughs> let the, and let the people... And don't even try to do some subversive, like, gotta get the evidence and then we'll bust them. Because that didn't matter with the last election. Let the people there know that it's being live streamed. Pull it up on your phone and be like, hey, they're watching us now. You have to make it so... Un- and there's no no intimidation, no how do we get our ballots in. No, just let everyone be the dad sitting down there that's just like, huh, so you guys like Halo. And our eyes are just yeah. red as fuck and we're all... No one wants to do anything. Just go down and be like, oh, that's crazy. They're, uh, someone's live streaming this uh, this ballot counting thing. No one's going to bed. You'd think they'd normally go to bed at 4 a.m., but I guess everyone's having a party. Just... Put it out there and let it simmer. And see who's uncomfortable in the panopticon. Yeah. <laughs> see who goes, fuck it. I don't want any fucking part of this shit. I'm being streamed. All these fucking retards are watching me cheering. I've got a big, you know, 800 cubic foot cooler. I got to pull out of the freezer full of scanned ballots. Like, I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. Right. It's the, 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 I'm not because it's not communist Russia. They know that they can actually go, fuck it. I don't want any part of this shit. That's what I think needs to be done is just and it does have the effect of you only need to do it in one or two places before other people start thinking, is someone streaming this? Is someone streaming my maybe they're in the middle of Milwaukee or some short bumblefuck New Hampshire. But all of a sudden they're going, you know, do I really want a, a water main break at 2 a.m.? Do I really want, you know, and if they start putting up the panels I mean, make noise about it. And I know I'm kind of ranting now, Dave. We haven't let Brian talk at all. Brian, exactly. what, are, what are your thoughts on in. what are your thoughts on this? Because as a guy with like a radio station, what are your thoughts on this? We're just just shed light on it. Just put light on it. Brian, your your audio is all fucked up. David, is it fucked up for you? Yeah, it's a little bit robot-y. It's I think he's got a little packet loss. A little, cho- a little choppy. I thought my internet was going to be bugging out today. No. What the fuck? We, I don't know. We don't, I can't understand it, anything. It's got saying. like the, like I can get a word here and there, but it's got very much that auto-tune. I sound like a, what, what's that, um. What's the guy that was on uh, the Lonely Island? Uh, DJ or T-Pain. 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 Yeah, That's it. you kind of yeah. sound like I can't. Well, I, I can't understand. I, I can't try. I don't know. This happened last time. How, how the fuck is that? I can't understand a word. Yeah, saying. I didn't even get a word that time. That was just that was straight robot. That was straight robot. Damn it, Brian. We're going to have to come down there and we're, kick your ass. We're going to have to get him fiber. We're going to have to. We will. Is, is he pulling out a pad to write on? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is hostage situation. Now the FBI is definitely going to come get us there. McLean has raided him. Log out, log back in. Yeah, you should do that. Yes, log yes. out, log back in. Yeah, you should. Yes, it's, man, 
Well, we've never had a hostage situation on the podcast <laughs> before. I guess this is a first. Um, well, we'll have to call the experts yeah, and yeah, bring well, them in. And- it's, it's weird. It happened last time, like 30 minutes in, too. He's on a Chromebook, which means, man, you're using that Google product. Those. I'm on, um, what is this, a Windows Surface, so it's not much better. I was thinking mine was going to cut out today because it was it was a little sketchy yesterday, but it seems to be holding up all right now. Oh, yeah, I don't know. No, mine's fine. It's um, But, yeah, I think that's what needs to happen. Oh, let's see. He's trying to come back in. I mean, if not, we're going to have to send him a microphone. Praying for him. What? Well, I don't um, probably wire more than a microphone. You think it's that? Yeah, probably. Might be like a wireless connection and like packet loss or something. What, what's packet loss? Um, packet loss, like so, the internet is a series of tubes, and there's oh, like packets, like like sugar that go through the tubes. Yeah, it's a series of tubes. <laughs> Let's see. It says he's still connecting to audio, and um, yeah, see yeah, three while, dots. Yeah, while he's connecting, though, it says that did not connect to audio. I mm. don't know, man. Maybe maybe he's just I don't know. Did not connect to audio. We just gotta get. Do you, don't you have like a? Don't you have like a studio that he does his radio from? You can't just have him go there, or maybe you can't use that for private use. That's radio, not that's. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no, I mean, it does internet things. Well, that's I mean, what I mean. Sure well, I mean, if you're still broadcasting, we just have to get him fiber. You yeah, know? Brian. Yeah. Oh, we got him. <laughs> it's it's it, it, no, it's still robotic. It's it's robot, yeah, Brian. It, it means we got to get fiber in your diet. I we think got, that's we got to get fiber. We got to get you some better internet, man. <laughs> this happened last time. I don't know, what, but it's weird though because that's not like a thing. If you had bad internet, it would just be bad the whole time. You hit like a you hit like a thirty minute mark, and and then you have to go hostage situation and start writing. And yeah, I don't know. The FBI doesn't want to. Doesn't want his take, right? He's, yeah. he's going to disclose Earl's classified breakfast, and and then the whole the whole deep state plan is just going to come fucking, down. The whole house of cards comes down. <laughs> Brian, say something. He's not. God, I think we lost him. I think we lost him. One, one day, whatever. Well, well, one. Day. Maybe we should just yeah, Brian. Your image is frozen. We can't hear anything you're saying. Well, rest rest in peace. Guess we'll have rest to. In. We'll just we'll have to. I'll just remove him. No, no, no! Don't report to Zoom right now. I can't. No, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I I thought I was just. Yeah, so gonna get him in trouble. Jesus Christ. Um. But yeah, man, that's what exactly is Prather doing? Like, what exactly is you're talking about? Pull so, watchers is that, or is part of the attack that it has to be quiet? Well, uh, well, part of that is. I mean, they they have a wide. Thing going on. Uh, I know Prather's just, you know, he's recovering from, he got, I guess, the Omnicron variant or whatever the hell you want to call it now. And he was, you know, sick. I, you know, I mean, you know, he's still a badass, even with the tubes in. And, you know, you can tell he's a little bit out of it, but, you know, he's still Prather. You know, he's still got his badass intros and whatnot. But, you know, what, what he's talking about when he organizes, say, you know, Team America, and then you go down to the state level and it gets into color coded teams and building these communities everywhere. Um, purple team being um, up there in, uh, in Brian's area, it's just about, you know, getting in there, getting people ready to, you know, whether it's getting ready to do surveillance for the 2022 election or finding candidates to get them going. And at the very least, just getting communities together that, you know, have the food, have skills, have radio in case, you know, um, 
some great reset people decide to start flick toggling our power on and off to see if we start having riots. And, um, you know, they're doing a lot of good work. Um, you know, they have a lot of organizational skills. I will give them that they're getting, uh, you know, good numbers of people. Um, and I, you know, I've met some, some nice people through there, you know, a little bit of an older demographic, but you know what, that's what we need to have happening. We need to be capturing every Avenue. I think what we definitely have to do is just, is, now, are there any laws against, before I fucking incriminate myself, are there any laws against, like, oh, he's trying to enter again, third time's the charm. Um, are there any Are there any laws against, like, broadcasting from elections? Like, are you not allowed to? Is there, like, a, is there, a, is there, like, laws against, I don't know, like, live streaming? That's a good question. I'm not a lawyer. So, you know, I know there's... <laughs> I, I'm going to have to specify that. I am not a lawyer, never been to law school. They're going to play um, this podcast on the, <laughs> on the projector at the Senate inquiry into us. And it's. But, but we, but here's the thing, you know, we saw, and, and they're going to gamify the rules. It kind of depends on where it's going to be at. And I imagine it, it varies down to the state and local levels and whatnot, where you see, you know, um, we saw like these training seminars of people essentially saying, you know, basically weaponize these COVID rules, make sure that there are certain uh, ways back. So even if they do have their phones out and they are streaming, they might not be able to see what's going on. Um, so it's going to depend on your local area, that, you know, and once again, I am not a lawyer consult a lawyer in your local area before you do any kind of undercover or streaming or you know stuff like that talk to a lawyer you can get us fucking killed yeah all right i can see brian's camera moving I so can, i guess I he's got him. a like, picture i still hear him yet. yeah we just can't hear you we, we, <laughs> what the his fuck? image isn't frozen is it, your image is great your your the, the video quality oh, here we go here we go i got oh, it now got hey it. he's back switch devices you know what it is i think uh because i use my chromebook all the time for the show that uh, we're going to the CIA is uh, they're getting into that shit. Yeah. yeah happens to me all the time. You can't use a Chromebook, man. That's what you're saying. Like you can't, you can't use, yeah. a, you can't use a Google product to, to talk about, no, you can't. to talk about fighting election fraud. I mean, I know. Come on. What the fuck was I thinking? You, you don't, Jesus Christ, you man. don't, you don't report to Himmler that you think there's government overreach. I mean, come on. Man. You, <laughs> yeah. gotta, you, you gotta know what you're doing. Um, I know. Right. Yeah. So what we're just talking about, though, is and neither of us are lawyers and neither are you. But now, is it illegal to like stream like election, like like ballot counting, like poll watchers? Well, like, is there some you know, sort of illegality? That was actually what I was about to say, um, you know, because our <laughs> don't tell me it's getting all messed up. No, 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 no. You're good. good. No, no, okay, no. Okay, I was okay, just okay, saying okay. I was just saying, fuck, uh, we have this grand plan to go catch. We have this grand yeah. plan to go broadcast live. And I was just saying this podcast is going to be played at, at our uh, Senate inquiry and we're all sitting there. And the, is that you, Mr. Garrigan? Yeah. I'll be like, uh, it kind of look, I kind of remember maybe, maybe that's me, but uh, not me. I'd be like, fuck yes, it was. What are you going to do about it? Fuck yes, it was. Um, we live streamed that. We had great numbers. There was a super chat. It was great energy. Yeah, that's right. There was five people, including my mom. That was watching. We were so all there. It. it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I, um, I, I've actually talked several times with our supervisor of elections, Mark Anderson, uh, who is uh, he's actually been very involved in uh, a lot of the ways they do elections now here in Florida. Uh, guy's brilliant, former Navy SEAL, um, you know, and he's done a lot of stuff. And I I've, I've brought up that question before. Hey, how about cameras in there? And he said um, the only problem with the cameras uh, in the room is that this is supposed to be a secret and he, he hates to use the word secret 
uh, but a secret process where people aren't supposed to be able to see what my ballot was. So there would be an issue when it came to that. But uh, with that said, when we look at the 2020, to 2020 election, uh, we can pinpoint where all the problems were. You know, uh, you had Fulton County in Georgia, where there was a problem with the 2020 election and the 2021 Senate election. Same county, same problem. Um, and you look at all around the country where the problems were, we know exactly where they were. So I think it would be very easy for us to just put a lot of pressure uh, and focus our efforts on those particular counties to a point where we put such a high a spotlight on them that they feel like they're under the sun. Uh, that way they know, you know, shit, this is probably not a time to screw this up again and try and do something. And then it'll make everybody else looking at it going, ooh, this is probably not a good idea. So, you know, aside from doing cameras, you know, highlighting that as much as we possibly can, uh, I think is probably a, a, a definitely a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because wasn't it wasn't it that Georgia runoff that the same shit happened mm-hmm. again? Was yeah. One same stuff in Fulton County. Yeah. And then yeah. it was four in the morning. Oh, Jesus. You know, half the state yeah. decided the to toilet's do it. overflowing. Yeah. Like, I mean. But so many people are kind of awake to it, right? And I and I do think that there is there's probably a level of fraud in every election. Oh yeah, in human history. In human history, there always is. There's always there's always a smudging this way, a smudging that way, right? Yeah, like, yeah, sure, yeah. You know, you the, every exam given in college, there's some cheating going on. You can't catch everyone. What you want to get by is you can't have this thing where. I, that's the thing is, you know, maybe I'm being naive. Part of me is hopeful that, like, maybe you can't pull it off again, the whole mail, because it's actually none that I think I'm kind of wrong, because I think a lot of places are kind of institutionalizing mail and ballots, saying that this is just mm-hmm. a thing that happens now. And We it's, need it for the pandemic. It's for safety, it's man. For we don't want to kill grandma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Omicron <laughs> is the midterm variant. Like, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, but, yep. it, but it is. But and we I, had to skip over Xi. That's very did. important. You know, we, we did. We can't have new, and we can't have Xi. Yeah, which is just the Streisand effect. <laughs> like, what? Well, then why can't we have it? It's. I think what needs to happen is is you just have to, yeah, put light on it. And who if if you put light on it and they didn't, can't do anything, then you still get your ass kicked. We're like, all right, well, all right, well, we just lost, which is fine. There's nothing wrong yeah. with it. You, you can just yeah, then that's just losing a game. You go, all right, well, let's come back next year better, but. <laughs> You just have to shed light on it, and you just have to make it uncomfortable. You just have to make uh-huh. it un- to anyone that wants to do anything. Deterrence. Yeah, you uh-huh. just make it uncomfortable. Like, ha- I think you need to have like streaming parties and talk about it because, like this, this can't because nothing else matters. N- nothing fucking else matters. Doesn't matter if everyone's getting ready on the on the local level. And you have you know. A, you know, a, a ground roots move, a grassroots movement, like none of it matters if the election can just get fortified at 5 a.m. Right. Literally nothing matters. It doesn't, you, doesn't, you can, don't need to run anyone. It's because it doesn't matter. So that's what needs to happen. And it will be interesting if, you know, you do shed light on it. And I feel like it's kind of can go one of like two ways. You're going to shed light on it and there's going to be no fraud allowed. And, everyone's going to have gone out and vote with the mindset of we have to overcome the algorithm. And so someone's just going to get blown out of the fucking water. And to me, what there's going to be a narrative. So let's say this happens in whatever state with whatever Republican candidate. 
and there is no fortification because everyone's there and watching. And everyone went and voted in such numbers to overcome an algorithm that wasn't allowed to be implemented. What's going to happen then is the the mainstream news is going to then take it and go, it was it was cons- Russia fortified the democracy. No, it's going to say conservative <laughs> intimidation at the polls mm, led to too. this, but which is right. brilliant. Voter suppression is what no, like, what, yeah. which is brilliant though, because they're going to want to counter it by saying we need more liberal poll watchers, which. Still works out great. The more eyes there are, works out great. Because I maybe I'm being naive. I would imagine, I would imagine there are a lot of liberals and Democrats who probably aren't for election fortification. They're probably, and maybe I'm just being naive. They're probably genuine people that are, hey man, no, we you can't you can't steal an election. I think the more eyes you get there, is better. You, because you're going to get more eyes. That, so you're going to have who knows? Maybe I'm just wargaming it now. But I think what it's going to lead to is, well, we need to go match their their poll watchers. And now it's just going to be like, well, now it's just turning into this thing that everyone's there and everyone's watching. Who knows? Maybe that results in fair elections. It could be more eyes, more people watching. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you never know. That way, both sides aren't going to want to try I mean. to cheat because everybody's looking at me. That's, That's what, what I mean. I think that uh, you know, keeping that that highlight on it all. Um, you know, and it's not like we got to highlight every single place, just the places we have uh, know or known problems. David. Yeah. And, and getting into that, you know, getting those kinds of Democrats or, you know, what we should say, the old school liberals that are finally kind of woken up and realize, Hey, this is not my, my dad's Democrat party that don't want to live under that stuff. Maybe they voted for Trump last time around. Um, you know, but if they're still registered Democrat and we can send them in as a democratic poll watcher, you know, guess what? We have guys in there that are going to be, uh, more close and more able to detect, uh, any kind of fortifications. And those are going to be, the un- unsung heroes that really bring it through if they if they attempt to fortify the election. I think I think it's actually a brilliant plan. Have so many eyes on it that when they inevitably lose terribly, the only rational response is going to be we have to get our eyes there, which I'm for because everyone watching an election, no one knows what ballots are in that that, that black SUV that pulls up at four in the morning. So everyone. Or- just to or be George s- Webb's, uh, he loves to say Warren Flood's red Ferrari. I love that term yeah, coming in it, in Michigan. <laughs> it's, it's, what's going to happen is, is everyone's going to be watching and it's not like you're going to see like a, uh, a, a wagon come out full of ballots and be like, well, those are ours. No, everyone's going to be like, what the fuck is that? The liberals are going to think it's conservatives. The conservatives are going to think it's liberals. And it's going to have the end result of just, you can't do this 4 a.m. ballot dump, which is all I want is a fair election. I have no problem getting my ass handed to me. And all that. If you lose, you lose. Right. That's fine. That's like the basic premise of all of this. It's like, sure, I'm conservative and I have my like Republican leanings, but like, I, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just want the actual process because if the actual process works and you get your ass handed to you, that's democracy, baby. It worked. Yeah. It worked. It's, it's not just Tommy. It's America. There are more people here. This isn't my world. It's I'm, I'm part of a society. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with losing every fucking state. If that's what the vast majority of people voted for, then that's fine. It's when I, you, for one, welcome my uh, Chinese socialist overlords with American characteristics. If, if, <laughs> if that's what they voted for, then you know what? As To me, if the elections are fair, I'll be like, you know what? Well, then good. We really are getting what we fucking deserve. What I'm not okay with is if everyone didn't vote for that. And that's, I don't know. I feel like, 
I feel like maybe we've crossed the Rubicon, and now, like, if something does happen, this it's absolutely going to be tied back to this fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah so, so be it. David? Indeed. Um, you know, going back to, what was it? It was Cl- your episode with Claire. To, uh, they originally got yeeted for uh, election fortification oh, yeah. talk, if I recall. So oh, yeah. technically, I think they would bring that one up first. But you know what? If I, if I can make it into trial, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, that was I forgot about that. Man, that was back when I tried to stay on YouTube. What a <laughs> what a stupid endeavor that was. Hey, I'll just dance around the things I can't talk about. Side and it's it's two fifty two now. I got to wrap this one up at three so we can go like eight more minutes. That's one thing I always fucking hate is when you see someone like Tim Pool who does some good stuff, I guess, but like when he's he's always talking about you know free speech and censorship and cancel culture. But he will not touch anything that will get him. When I get it, he's got an empire. He's printing money. But, like, you hear him talk about America, patriot, freedom fighters. we got to stand up for what's right. But, like, he will not let anyone talk about, like, election fraud on his podcast if it's on YouTube. And he'll even say, like, don't say that. I don't want to get banned. I don't want to get banned. And it's like, dude, you can't, you can't, like, stand up for what you believe in and then that everyone that is on youtube talking about censorship go fuck yourself because if you were really talking about the stuff you can't not allowed to talk about you'd be like me kicked off and relegated to obscure alternative platforms and i get that i'm not really enticing that path when i say that but like that's just kind of a side rant that has nothing to do with this is when people say we've got to talk fight against censorship you're on YouTube by saying, okay, we just won't talk about that. You are giving in and you're bending to the knee. Side rant. Yep. And before we wrap this up, and uh, this goes for Brian uh, and Debbie Wood, I guess, you know, um, and ways that we can support people that are going to stand up to this shit in the meantime for the 2022 election. Uh, if either you or Debbie know any local candidates that are going to be running that, you know, either Tommy can have them on or we can throw them over to, to Don's channel who, you know, he'll support anyone that's doing local activity. Uh, feel free to let us know and, you know, let's get, you know, yeah. we need to shine the spotlight on leaders. So take it away. Yeah. Yeah, we absolutely do. We, we really do need to, uh, to, to shine that spotlight. And, you know, on my show, uh, I've been having a lot of uh, elected people on from around the country. I've got um, the, the Republican going against AOCs coming out of my show, Desi. Uh, he's going to be on before much longer. So, awesome. uh, you know, I've been, I've been looking and, and finding these people around the country and, and I've, I've had a whole bunch of them. Um, and you know, I've told my audience, Hey, look, you know, even if it's just a $5 donation, uh, you know, to help them out, you know, do it. Uh, so I've been doing that and trying to highlight all these people as much as I possibly can. And you got to do it on the local level and, you know, school board, I think is one of the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who all, who all have you been looking towards, uh, Brian on having on your show? Oh God. Um, geez, who we had, um, I've got the Desi, uh, the one going against AOC, um, that's, I can't even remember who we had on. We had so New, many people. That's New York. That's right? New York. Yeah, yeah, it's New York. Um, uh, like I said, I just had uh, Kat Kamak, uh, the representative from the Gainesville, Florida area. She was just on my show on Thursday. She is amazing. You got to check her out. Um, and I'm trying to think of who else we've had on. I've had so many people on. I've got um, uh, that boy Victor. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is. We're going to talk about censorship. Uh, look him up. He's. Uh, it's going to probably be hard to find him. Um, but I find him all the time. I've had him on the show a few times. Young kid, he's like 21, 22. Uh, and he has been censored by TikTok and um, the other platforms more times than Donald Trump has. Uh, you know, he, he gets blocked. 
And he's a good kid, you know, a good Christian kid. And he just gets up there and he goes, hey, uh, you know, the First Amendment says this. Hey, the, the Tenth Amendment says this. Uh, and he gets blocked for it. Uh, he's going to be on my show hopefully this week, too. But, you know, it, it's people like that that we need to highlight, uh, you know, and just really get that message out and, and let the, the, the cheaters know that, hey, we're watching you this time a lot stronger than we were before. So put a lot of pressure on them and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I've got a, my congressman, Congressman Neil Dunn, is going to be on tomorrow on Monday. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that he did is he voted for this database thing. Yeah. Like one of the few Republicans in the state of Florida. So needless to say, my audience is what the fuck. Um, so that's going to be one of the questions we're going to be drilling him on tomorrow. So let's know if you want to replace him. We might be able to find someone. Uh, you, you know what? <laughs> I've, I've been asked to do it so many times myself, and I'm like, mm, no. Um, but yeah, I, I think after this term, he's probably going to get replaced without a doubt. Well, let's fucking find someone that can do it. And, um, you know, side note, David, David had a good point back when Brian's uh, devices were being raped by the CIA is uh, the whole idea of like poll watchers. They might have plan They might have an effective plan against it and say that like COVID restrictions, we can't get close enough to watch because my health. Yeah. So do we just have to invest ahead of time and buy some like hazmat suits with like hail filtration packs? Well, you know, you know, major Israeli filters. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But you know, when you look at COVID, you know, they used COVID as a as a weapon oh, uh, brilliant. on us in, brilliant. in 2020. It was absolutely brilliant. And they keep trying to use it as a weapon. And they're trying it now with the uh, the Om- Omicron uh, version of it now. And yet in South Africa, where it's big, all the doctors are going, yeah, it's just a mild cold, you know, mm-hmm. get a little cough, not a big deal. And they're struggling and struggling and struggling to try and make it out to be this big thing. You look at all these mandates that are coming back, uh, you know, indoor masks in New York and everything else. And they're trying to make a mountain out of this anthill. Uh, and I'm so glad our Dixie president banned travel from South Africa and Mozambique. You know, I know. That, that kind of racism, you know, as a, as a conservative <laughs> white male really makes me happy. <laughs> you know, right. It's just, uh, it's unbelievable, uh, you know, how it, he can do it. But, you know, when Trump does it from the place it originated, uh, he was a racist and everything else. It's, it's just a mess. But I don't think that um, coronavirus is going to play much of an effect for him this coming year because it's just getting weaker and weaker. Sure, it's going to spread faster with the different variants, but it's just getting weaker yeah. unless they come up with something else this unless summer. They, unless they um, Especially here in Florida, you know, it's not going to play strong. Yeah. But watch, watch what they do elsewhere, and it's going to yeah. be pretty terrifying. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to – I mean, I wouldn't put it past them to cook something because there is something about, like – They've sort of crossed the rub like if indeed the twenty twenty election was stolen, like you've committed now. You you mm-hmm. can't you can't let someone else come into power and start looking into it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. so I think it's interesting. We might start seeing some drastic measures. I mean well, you look know, at all the people that are retiring. There's mm-hmm. nineteen different Democrats that just said, Oh, fuck this, I'm out and they're running. Yeah. So something, it does seem like something's up. Doesn't it? Yeah. Or is that, they know. They I, know what's coming. Is I mean, am I seeing a pattern that maybe doesn't exist? Am I just? But it does because I've I've thought about that a lot. Like you have to commit. You have to go all. You know, once you start, you know, you can't you can't mm-hmm. dip your toes in. Once you go, we're going. You know, we're going to Normandy. I mean, you got to roll deep with a million soldiers. You know, like it. You you start and you go. This is what we're doing now. You can't. If so, if you go in and if indeed it was stolen. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't. Maybe Trump really got his ass kicked. Maybe it was just a 
maybe it really was. I don't know. You know, after doing two rallies a day with God knows how many people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but the point is, is yeah. But the point is, is I am kind of curious to see what's going to happen because it seems like we're seeing that now. I mean, like, you know, suppressing alternative treatments to COVID with known efficacy like ivermectin, all the doctors that I've interviewed, including the inventor of the mRNA vaccine. And now, you know, YouTube, you know, not only banning everything, which is what I got banned for, was having the most published cardiologist in world history come on here and say you should take some vitamins. And then they're, they're going right a step further. Not only can you not post about it, but right, what disabling the dislike button. <laughs> they definitely don't seem to be showing like, hey, the gig is up. There definitely seems to be, at least in my mind, definitely seems to be that there are, they're committed and they're just going to have to start doing it more. Like, you wonder why are they still pushing these variants? Why are they still pushing these? Because I think they have to commit. And so there's like this weird sort of awakening where every additional variant, it's having the opposite effect now. Now people who are kind of on the fence about it and they're like, oh, I don't want to be part of the, you know, the anti-COVID vaccine, you know, scene. Now they're starting to look at it and they're like, wait, my fucking passport now doesn't matter because I didn't get the booster. And they're starting to go, wait, 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 fuck this. Wait, fuck this. And yeah. it's I'm, internal passports too, just like when I was in mainland China. <laughs> yeah, it, it, dude, it's, it's, so it almost seems like maybe they can't, you know, maybe they, you know, Hitler never surrendered. He, he ordered the Nero decree, which said to burn and destroy everything in Germany. They started getting out like, I think eighth graders to defend the Reichstag building mm-hmm. where he was. I mean, these kids, they took, they took out like, yeah, like, like 12 and 14 year old kids gave them meth so that they, you know, wouldn't be as scared so they could face the incoming Russian army. Like there was never a, a surrender. They just, cause there's no coming back from that. When you per- perpetuate the Holocaust, like you, you can't, you can't come out and all right, all right. Like, you know, the only way out is biting a bullet. It's very, I am very interested to see what is going to unfold this fall. Like, if they did commit the crime of the century and overthrow, you know, and steal an election, they can't. I mean, who knows? Maybe you resign. Maybe you jump ship. Maybe you try to, I don't know, get a deal. Or we're going to just see the most blatant, right? There's going to be 1990s an- Russia. <laughs> there's just going to be another. The election's going to, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to, the election's going to pause at four in the morning and we're going to watch the whole thing. And you got to wonder. Man, is that going to wake more people up? Uh, and are people going to stand by and just watch people board up windows? Or are you going to see people um, start clashing and uh, turn into a civil conflict? Like, are you just going to sit there and watch this time? Yeah. Because I don't think there are people that are just going to sit back and watch that this time. No, mm-hmm. no, neither do I. It's very, it's not in the most ideal way would be you pressure them into not doing it. Or you make it so uncomfortable and so obvious that the lower the kind of minions that are carrying it out make them start flipping, you know, turning states. Go, I don't want any fucking part of this. This is a thing. I was told to do this at two in the morning, blah, 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 blah. Right? Save my ass. I don't know, man. It's definitely interesting. It's definitely It's it, gonna be an interesting election. Though. It's gonna be oh, yeah. and you know what? And if we do all stand by and watch it happen, then we get what we fucking deserve. That yeah, and that's I'm just old. and that's just what it is. But I think that we should show up in hazmat suits 
with with GoPros <laughs> on our foreheads. Just walking. That's over. easy to say in Maryland, man. This is Florida. We'll we'll drown of sweat in the suits. <laughs> yeah, right? You know what? Some some there will be sacrifices. <laughs> but uh, all right, we've kept this one going five minutes over. Mr. Brian Rust, Mr. David. Pleasure O'Neill. meeting you, man. Hey, Absolutely. Man. Thanks, yeah. buddy. I do appreciate it. It's yeah. good, to, good to chat with you again, Tommy. Yeah, you as well. Let's, uh, I'll email you. Let's definitely set up another one. And um, yeah, let's and I'll see. actually go to the studio for that one where they've got really good internet and better computers. Well, that's what I was asking earlier when you went off. I was like, wait, why the fuck isn't he in a studio? It, it dawned because on me. It's, it's Sunday. I'm at home kicking uh, around. No, it's like, also, but it's also. I figured maybe you're personal. trying to make him work on Sunday. Oh, I forget. I'm yeah. in my underwear yeah. and a t-shirt. So I mean, come on, man. Yeah, man, that's more than us, and we don't even wear pants when we do this. But <laughs> yeah, that that is kind of a yeah, realization I had. I was like, wait. He does radio. He doesn't even have to wear anything. You know, in theory. Shut up, David. I'm dressed up now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I put on my Sunday best. Um. Yeah, and I will definitely. I'd love to see how that interview goes tomorrow with Neil Dunn. So. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it'll it'll be posted on my uh, my Facebook page. I'll be know. listening live. Fuck yeah! All right, man. All right, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Take Thanks, care. Guys. God bless. Take care, everybody. Recording stop. Peace.